0: Welcome to Unchained TV, featuring best selling author, TV journalist, and the founder of the Unchained TV free streaming network, Jane Velez Mitchell. You're about to hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your health, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell.
1: Welcome. We are in a crisis in this country. Two thirds of Americans are overweight or obese, and it's getting worse, not better. With the really, this is all about the fast food culture. Uh, Most fast food meals are more than the daily calorie count that a person should have. It's just unfathomable that the U.S. government is subsidizing the very foods that are creating this healthcare crisis and not subsidizing or subsidizing to a tiny infinitesimal fraction the fruits, vegetables, nuts, and grains that are what people should be eating, what nature says people should be eating. So we've got a crisis that is not only a personal tragedy for the people who are suffering from obesity, uh, and severely overweight. Two-thirds of Americans are overweight or obese, as I said. But also, this is affecting our budget deficit. Taxpayers are paying for all of this. Okay? It's not cheap. Look at the woman who was offering the solution right there. She's known as Nutritionist Deepa and also Deepa the Dietitian. And we are so honored to have her here on Unchained TV Voice America podcast today because she has solutions. So Deepa, tell us, you have, first of all, you have so many titles associated with your name. um, It gives you a lot of credibility. What is your fundamental message to people who are suffering right now and who really don't know a way out?
2: The the fundamental message is we learn to eat natural whole plant-based foods period okay because we have nutrition we have flavor and by eating more plant-based foods specifically whole food plant-based whole plant-based foods we are not only doing justice to our bodies but also to the planet so that is the fundamental message the the tricky part of uh, doing that is though How how do we retrain our bodies and retrain our brains to to, uh, start liking this food? Because as you you just showed, uh, how our society or our culture has made it easy or easier to go for unhealthy food. So we have to find a solution together because we have created this problem as a society.
1: Now, is it your contention that fast food is addictive? You know, I drive down the main street near where I live. I live in Los Angeles, but it could be said when I was in Texas, it was the same thing. When I was everywhere you go, it's the same thing. It's a miracle mile and there's one fast food joint after the other and there's lines around the block. And that to me is the fundamental problem. They are mostly supplying meat and dairy products, you know, cheeseburger and a shake, Um, chicken nuggets and people are gobbling these things down and you know there's consequences there's consequences for eating that way especially if you eat that way on a regular basis it's one thing a treat maybe once every couple of months but people are living off this fast food and you've made the case that there's an addictive component because it's packed with three things sugar salt and fat Three things that my understanding is we are biologically pre-programmed to crave to get us through times of famine, but now it's creating an obesity crisis.
2: Absolutely. As if, if anybody here is familiar with, uh, with the Pleasure Trap book that, that is written by evolutionary psychologist, Dr. Doug Lyell, he explains this phenomenon really well. Basically, what has happened is, as, a, as a human beings, we have three main instincts. Okay, and those three instincts are to go after high caloric foods in the in uh, in the environment, save energy, conserve energy, and avoid pain. So everything that we do is to fulfill is or fulfill or is out of these three instincts. Now look look what, what has happened over a period of time, that our instincts have stayed the same. The, instincts are, the instinct of uh, going after high caloric food is a very, uh, is a very natural instinct because uh, we lived or we evolved through the, uh, through the environment of scarcity of food. So it was, that is, so that's why our brain and our biology and your our chemistry, our DNA uh, that is designed or has evolved to constantly look for high caloric foods. Then the second thing is to avoid pain, okay? Our brain is constantly seeking for ways to avoid pain. And the third is is to conserve energy. Uh, anything that is going to save us, From wasting more energy because we lived in an environment where we didn't know if we are going to get the next, where we are going to get the next meal. So, to me, so these three instincts have stayed the same, but the environment has changed has changed significantly, not a little bit, but significantly.
1: Yes, we've got some callers coming in. Um, Mm -hmm. Kim in Santa Monica, your question or thought for? Nutritionist Deepa, a.k.a. Deepa the Dietitian.
3: Hello. Hi. Um, uh, yes, I'm Kim in Santa Monica. And I was wondering, um, you you can hear me? Yes. Okay, sorry. Um, yes, yeah, so I, you know, when I first went vegan almost 10 years ago, I immediately lost weight, even though I didn't need to. So I proudly tell people that. Um, and and encouraging them to go vegan. And then lately, of course, now there's so much junk food available as a vegan, which I'm happy about that. I live in the big city, and, yeah, there's plenty of junk food to eat, and I enjoy trying it, but then, obviously, I've gained some weight back, and I I just don't know how to um, stop eating all the junk that's available and uh, get back in line with my preferred weight
2: any suggestion yes of course so so if you just continue listening to the second part of what i'm going to explain where you know we dis- we know that our our instinct is to go after high caloric food save energy and and uh, avoid pain now to meet this uh, to but the environment has changed right so you were eating the standard american the sad, um American diet, which was high in salt, sugar, and fat, from there, you went to the vegan diet, which is, which is, which is much better in terms of uh, not having uh, inflammatory animal, animal protein, but then through the evolution of, uh, of uh, other vegan junk food, your reliance on that salt, uh, fat, and sugar combined hasn't gone away. Because it's still giving your brain the same dopamine high, it's still making, it's it's still um, kind of feeding into into that addiction to get that temporary high. So when such in this situation, you need to work harder on your environment. Instead of working on yourself and saying, somehow, I'm going to ride the tide here and have willpower to not, not stop by and eat my vegan cookies. No, that's not how we are going to do it. We are going to make the environment very supportive. Get rid of any junk that you have, which, uh, which is a combination of salt, sugar, and fat. Start avoiding that. Start, remove it from your environment. Because if it's not around you, it's not going to be in you. And she
1: says, yes, I'm addicted sometimes. But you're absolutely right. If I take a uh, container of vegan ice cream back and I put it in my fridge, it's calling out to me, eat me, I'm here, I'm here in the freezer, please. Don't eat me here. Of course, if if it's not there, you can't eat it. All right, we've got another caller, uh, Sarah in Atlanta. Your question or thought?
3: Hi, I have a question. Is there a, a way that um, people can um, still eat really healthy vegan food and still be able to maintain their healthy weight? I mean, is there like a book out there?
2: So, so there are plenty of book, books out there to uh, how to be a healthy vegan. But again, you have to redefine ve- veganism. The only way we will lose weight on a vegan diet, which is whole food plant based. Okay. Yes.
1: Explain what whole food plant based is. Because, frankly, uh, for example, I'm what they kind of sometimes call an ethical vegan. I got into this uh, movement because I love animals and I don't want to see 80 billion animals systematically tortured and killed every year, which is what we're doing now, killing more animals in one day than all the human beings who have died in all the wars in human history in one day. But as I got deeper into the movement, And particularly during the pandemic, when I didn't want to go into stores, I started ordering uh, from Farm Fresh to You that they deliver vegetables. That's when I really started eating whole food plant-based because every week this big basket of vegetables would show up and that was my alternative. And guess what? I found out that I liked it. I found out that I enjoyed it. I found out that I had more energy. I found out that I was able to keep... Uh, While I've always struggled with my weight, I was able to keep it more toward the lower end of where I want than having it yo-yo up to where I didn't like it at all. And not to say it's not still a struggle, but that was my breakthrough was the fact that I was at home for a year and a half and having vegetables delivered to my door. It was kind of like whole food plant-based was shoved down my throat, but then I decided
2: I really like it. So why do you think, Jane, that happened? That happened because whole plant-based foods, which is your whole grains, your plant proteins, such as beans, lentil, peas, uh, and, and tofu, then your fruits and vegetables, and, and small quantity of nuts and seeds, all these foods contain one important nutrient, which goes just beyond your calories and fat and protein these foods are extremely high in fiber, okay? And fiber is the one that we need to up to get rid of the existing fat in, the, in, in your body. And I'm going to show you what that existing fat means, okay? For example, uh, I, I'm holding a, a test tube here, okay? This is how much fat is in 10 crackers. Uh, and these are vegan, vegan uh, Ritz type of okay, crackers. Let's not knock
1: veganism. They're in ten crackers. Period. Ninety-nine okay. percent, two-thirds of Americans are overweight or obese, and a tiny fraction of them are That's vegan. True. And the vegan obesity is extremely rare amongst vegans. Well, let's just talk about crackers. Go so, ahead.
2: So then you, you know, you can take crackers, and uh, this is how much fat is in in any processed food, vegan or non-vegan. How about that? you know, so, so that fat sits, it's uh, what, what I call it is junk in your trunk. And then we need that fiber that Jane just talked about, that she's getting it through, through the whole grains and, and fruits and vegetables and plant protein. So in order to, in order to lose weight, you need to make sure that you are not consuming fat. Okay. You are not eating overly, uh, overly sensation is like a uh, overly seasoned uh, options because eating extra salt is going to make you eat 20% more. Whoa. So Mitch, sh- okay. So that's why one trick I would, I tell my, my, my patients to do is, you know, put the salt on top of the, on top of your dish versus cooking with it. Oh, because- that's a really good point.
1: And I just want to reemphasize that Put your salt on top of the dish. Don't cook with it. But we've got another caller here we want to go to. And it's Shelly Inventura, your question or thought for Deepa the Dietitian, a.k.a. Nutritionist Deepa.
3: Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I'm much like the first caller where I went vegan 17 years ago, lost 25 pounds. Then I started eating the junk food coming out. And I'm older, 64, so I gained weight. And now I've lost 24 pounds eating more whole foods, plant-based, always plant-based. But my thing is intermittent fasting, uh, 16-8 is working great for me, but I get so hungry at night. And do you have a suggestion for, you know, I, it's ridiculous. I get hungry and I shouldn't be hungry. I've had plenty to eat. <laughs>
2: Okay, that's a very good question because that is what gets people in trouble, and then they stop fasting, is because of that extreme hunger. So remember that your eating window contains adequate amount of carbohydrates, starches, and I'm talking about wet starches such as oats, uh, whole grains like quinoa, rice. Potato, sweet potatoes, these are, these are considered as whole grains and, and wet starches. So make sure during the day you are eating adequate amount of, of these wet, wet starches. Don't just survive on fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables are extremely important for our system. They make us feel full, but they don't satisfy us. Okay, there is a difference between feeling full and feeling satisfied. You want to be satiated. You want to be satisfied. And satisfaction comes only when we eat starch-based, di- starch-based whole-food, plant-based diet. So make sure that you are eating enough starches during the day.
1: Wow. Well, that's interesting. So, you you know, th- they've demonized. Uh, I think it's pre- pretty much the meat and dairy industry has tried to demonize starches. Um, but in fact, um, well, Chef AJ is a famous example. Uh, she lost 50 pounds eating potatoes, you know, uh, so you mm-hmm. can eat. The, these whole grains that give you that satiation like, ah, oh, yeah, I've had something. And, and it's part of, I'm learning. I'm learning listening to you. We've got yet another caller, Nilofar, in Dallas, Texas. Your question or thought for Deepa the Dietitian, a.k.a. Nutritionist Deepa.
3: Hi. Um, it's very clear in order to eat healthy and vegan, it, it's the whole food plant one has to expend time and energy in the kitchen. Um, in um, today's era and today's culture in this country, it seems like no one wants to do that for one reason or the other. Uh, what is the best advice that one can give to, to to these people when we're trying to encourage them to go both vegan and healthy when they don't want to spend any time in the kitchen? Um, for example, are there um, ready meals that we can suggest to them, uh, etc. Thanks.
2: Absolutely. Um, so we have a choice to make here. Either we spend not a whole lot, maybe thirty minutes. If you plan your meals properly, all you need is thirty minutes per day to fix your fix your meal. Okay. Uh, so when when it comes to time, I always ask my patients or my clients, are you willing to spend 30 days, uh, maybe three times a week or at the most four times a week in the kitchen or countless hours going to the doctor and, 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 and to the hospital? One way or the other, we, have, we are going to spend time, But one, but spending time in the kitchen is going to lead us to better quality of life. I have and more exciting life. I have yet to see a person who is excited about going to the hospital and saying, oh, my God, that was the best time I ever had in my life. So we have to prioritize what we want out of our life. Number two, you can start with frozen frozen vegetables. You can start with canned beans, no salt added. or Even if you buy low sodium canned beans that can be rinsed, you can start with that you can start with uh, pre chopped uh, pre cut vegetables uh, then look for plant uh, certified products which which fit the criteria of salt and salt and oil and then the last uh, option is there is a company called whole harvest and they have a whole food plant based meal kit frozen meal kit <laughs> service so you can always uh, subscribe to that and kind of, you know, I use them as my plan C. So I always have something in the refrigerator or in the freezer from them in case I'm completely out of time or running around or, or coming back from go, uh, from traveling. And I always, always, always make extra and freeze. So these are very simple options uh, which make which make it easy for us to stay on stay on track. Wow, boy,
1: this has hit a nerve. we got more and more callers. I just want to show you just some of the things that have arrived from, and I'm not doing an ad for Farm Fresh to you. I happen to love it, but there's plenty of other delivery services that deliver vegetables. I would not normally be eating uh, red cabbage and eating spinach, but when you get to check it off and then it comes to your door, and like I said, I started during the pandemic because I didn't want to go into stores, and then I discovered I really liked it. And, you know, as far as time, I realize the amount of time it takes me to go on Grubhub and order something and then have it come with all the packaging that makes me feel guilty or drive out somewhere to get something, it's easier. It's actually faster just to spend 20 minutes in the kitchen. And a lot of times I can make two days worth, not with a regular salad that wilts, but with something like spinach, you can make two days worth of a salad with tofu and eat half of it and put it in the, in the friger- refrigerator for the next day. So actually I have found just from trial and error, it's not more time consuming to cook. And then something else happened that blew my mind. I was having fun in the kitchen. I enjoyed it. Like I look forward to it. I make my plant-based food for my dogs and then I'm making my own food. And I realized this is a nice little habit. I'm enjoying it. I had approached it from, this is drudgery. This is this is something I have to do. Ugh. But then mm-hmm. I
2: was like, now I'm kind of like, this is fun. This is my new lifestyle. All right. Be- because, Jen, also remember that this is, when you eat right kind of food, it gives you that energy. The right nutrients are flowing through. It actually making you motivated. You know, a lot of people uh, don't feel like cooking because they don't have energy, because they're eating uh, dead food. So so by by making sure that your arteries and nerves are 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 filled with uh, nutrient dense blood really and and the nutrient density of your diet is going to improve only when you eat unprocessed uh, animal free whole food plant based diet. All right we've got yet another
1: caller Michelle in Los Angeles your question or thought about the secret to weight Hi.
3: loss. Hi, thank you so much. I'm getting so many great tips and, um, things I didn't know, I know, uh, you're reinforcing. So I'm always trying to encourage my friends to go vegan and, um, a lot of times they're very health conscious, but, uh, they're weight conscious and they keep telling me I can't go vegan because I can't eat the starches like the potatoes and the quinoa and the rice and the beans. And I try to explain to them as you were talking earlier that you need those carbs for your brain and that if you're eating vegan, it all bounces out. But can you explain that? Is there an easier way to explain to them that like eating the carbs is something they're going to need and not just protein? Because people are all on that
2: keto kick. Of course. Of course. Um, So the way to explain that is that as human beings, carbohydrates is the preferred source of energy for our brain and for our body, okay? It's not protein, it's not fat, it's only carbohydrate uh, or the sugar or the glucose from the carbohydrate that our brain can use to survive, to think, Okay, that's why when somebody doesn't feel right, we don't go and put a piece of cheese or chicken or or carrot in that person's mouth. We go and give uh, anything that is sugary because that's the only way way your brain is going to start thinking. So we have to feed our brain right kind of fuel. Number two, it's in the similar vein for your physical energy to, uh, that you need for your, to run your, uh, which is also for your metabolism and for your functioning comes only from carbohydrates. Every culture on this planet uses carbohydrate as a main source of energy. Our civilization would not have survived eating only protein, it's just not possible carbohydrates are uh, contain the slow acting carbs number 1 that is one nutrients they contain enough amount of protein this one medium potato okay i have it right here this one medium potato contains 4.5 grams of carbo- uh, 4.5 grams of protein you eat two baked potatoes you get your ten, 10 grams of protein without any fat. The skin of the potato is going to contain potassium, it has small amount of vitamin C, it has slow-acting carb. What more we want? And just, just have them try to eat. Tell them that you know they can try just eating, start eating small amount of carbohydrate. They are going to feel so much more satiated and, and happy, and their brain is not going to be f- foggy. And most importantly, where we are seeing the problem with keto diets is in, in short term, people do lose weight, but long term, they are ending up with high cholesterol, uh, high blood pressure, mental fog, low energy, and of course, weight gain.
1: I'm getting something from my fridge. Uh,
2: hmm. I'm
1: getting something from my fridge because I want to show you something that I think is important. Sorry to uh, put everybody on hold there for a second, but okay. There's also the idea of sometimes things get old. Like I started this, what, 2020 ordering this in. And so, you know, uh, after a while I was like, I'm getting tired of the chopping more than anything else. So I just recently purchased, it's not a Cuisinart, but it's like one of those. Because I can never get the Cuisinart to work. No offense, Cuisinart. But now what I did was, it may not look mm. so good, but mm. I may, I chopped it up real thin. You can see how yes. thin it is. Yes. it's almost like rice. Exactly. And it was fun. It took like 10 seconds. I just put it in, and there it was. And then I did some onions, and then I put a little Vegenay's. But the thing that I noticed that was so fascinating is I couldn't eat as much of it. Like when it was chopped in big pieces, you could have a big salad. But then once I chopped it up in little pieces, I just wanted like this much. Is
2: there any explanation for that? So uh, our uh, appetite regulation happens because we have receptors in our digestive tract. Okay. Okay. And these receptors are are, uh, activated when we eat. They are called stretch receptors, which are going to get stretched when we eat food which has volume. Okay, Mm -hmm. And then you have caloric receptors and they are going to get activated when we reach a certain caloric level. The, The volume receptors are are stimulated when we eat large volume of food okay which also happens to have just enough calories that is your bliss point that is your happy uh, happy spot there so when you eat this salad because of the fiber content because of the water content it has enough volume okay as well as if you but just eating that salad is not going to keep Jane full for too long or happy for too long she has to she needs to she has to add some carbohydrate with it, so the ideal meal for Jane would be if she eats this salad along with this baked potato or maybe mix in some quinoa or wild rice, and then now we are talking a complete meal, okay, mm. you know, and just. Chopping it down just allowed you to increase the content of it because now you have more food in the small space. Oh, maybe that was it because I thought
1: I can't really eat all this and... and it's because, yes, when you chop it down, you're taking a lot at chopping it down. So, yeah. Oh, thank you for that. All right. Well, look, uh, we are going to take a very short break on Voice America Radio, but we're staying live on the Unchained TV streaming network. We're also on all socials. We're on Facebook. We're on um, <laughs> LinkedIn. We're on YouTube talking about the secret to easy weight loss if you're watching this on social media, please share out. And uh, what we're going to do is we take a brief break on Voice America Radio, which we always thank for allowing us to have these important discussions about plant-based solutions to the world's problems, is tell you a little bit about Unchained TV. So uh, again, uh, I want to let you know, we'll be back in a second on Voice America Radio.
0: voice america at facebook.com forward slash for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts get unchained tune in every wednesday for unchained tv on the voice america variety channel featuring nationally recognized best-selling author tv journalist and the founder of the unchained tv free streaming network jane velez mitchell This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Unchained TV, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
1: The Internet's
3: number one talk station. Number one talk station.
0: VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Unchained TV. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email in to jane at unchainedtv.com now back to the show welcome back people we're having a fascinating
1: conversation that really affects most Americans because two-thirds of Americans are overweight or obese and uh, you know we're we're not fat shaming people. I know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, emotion and politics around this issue. I was even reading up even though, um, I believe it was the American Medical Association said it's a disease. Then other people say, well, you can't say that. But what we, what we can say is it's a crisis. It's not healthy. You know, I don't come from um, judging anybody. I'm a recovering alcoholic, 28 years sober. So I know all about addiction. I even wrote a book called Addict Nation, uh, how we live in an addictogenic culture because there's no better customer than an addict. An addict will come back over and over again. And what does that mean for people? Money in their pocket. But here's the truth. You have to start thinking for yourself because they don't care if you get obese. They don't care if you get heart disease. They don't care if you get cancer. In fact, (laughs) the meat and dairy and pharmaceutical industries are basically one and the same. Because if people were healthy, they wouldn't need stent operations. They wouldn't need all these statins and cholesterol-lowering drugs. So we're talking to an expert, Deepa the Dietitian, a.k.a. Nutritionist Deepa, who has some really good tips where you can can make these changes without sacrifice. I mean, just that one tip. Don't put the salt in the food while you're cooking it. If you like salt, just sprinkle a little on top right there. That's worth the price of admission. Um, I know we have a caller, but I, I... well, let's go to the caller, and then we're going to go to something called inflammation, which is a key part of this puzzle. Um, our next caller is Annie from Sherman Oaks. Annie.
3: Oh, hi! Thank you for the show. Hey, Deepa, great advices you have there. I love it. So, what do you think? Um, if if uh, we, I like using a lot of herbs. You think that's great? Herbs and spices. How does that play a role? In our weight loss or our nutrition, can you please talk a little bit about that as well? In great addition question, to maybe uh,
2: nutritional yeast and all. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you, Annie. So, the herbs and spices are nature's pharmacy. Okay. That's how powerful they are when it comes to medicinal value uh, along with the flavor. So, use go crazy with herbs and spices because remember our brain is craving for flavor it is too bad that we have gotten into this culture where we are, we have learned to get our flavor so to speak flavor from salt sugar and fat so if you get rid of it then give your brain what it used to what it, what it is familiar with what it, what it is used to uh, having which is your herbs and spices now be careful don't mix those herbs and spices with, with added oil. That's where people go wrong. If you like Indian food, for example, Indian food is fantastic, full of flavor, but most Indian food is, 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 is soaked in um, oil. So again, if you stay away, from added oils and just ride on the herbs and spices and the nutritionalist, of course, is going to give you, uh, specifically nutritionalist is going to give you that salty flavor, the little bit of a cheesy flavor that some people miss. So um, the short answer is yes, Annie, please use herbs, spices and nutritionalist.
1: And Mary, i sure says, I feel we all have some kind of food addiction. Um, Absolutely. I would say because we live in an addictogenic culture, we are encouraged. Look at the TV commercials. I mean, these are movie directors who know how to pull every trigger. They associate fast food, cheeseburgers and dairy milkshakes with everything from family values, upward mobility, sex appeal, all these things that it has nothing to do with. And, you know, I have a background and my family background is in the advertising business. Do you think any person who's putting together one of these commercials ever asked, hmm, is this a good product? Hell no. That never comes up in the conversation. They get the contract and all they want to do is put together a dynamite ad commercial that is going to uh, seduce everybody into the buying the product. So, you know, good we're gym. talking about pushers. We're talking about a nation of pushers. And let me just say one other thing about the TV commercials, which are so disgusting. I can't even sit down and watch the news and eat dinner because everybody's got horrible side effects, you know, that are too gross to mention even on the show. And you're trying to have dinner. It's like, And it seems like they're trying to encourage everybody to really associate with their illness. I've got this problem. I've got this problem. I'm going to ask my doctor for this pill. I'm going to ask my doctor for this pill. No, doctors, you're not supposed to go to your doctor and ask for a pill. A doctor's supposed to diagnose you and tell you what you need. We have turned this whole world upside down and it's all ka-ching for the money. Yes, go ahead, Deepa.
2: So, Jen, we don't have food addiction we have junk food addiction Oh, big difference yes because, because we know people say oh, I'm an emotional eater right well I have seen people eat cookies or ice cream when they are happy when they are sad when they are mad, whether they are celebrating something, whether they are sleepy, whether they have woken up from sleep, whether they have not gone to vacation, whether they have gone to vacation. Okay? People are addicted. People are junk food addict, not food addict. Human being is not supposed to be addicted, not supposed to have food addiction.
1: Well, let me give you an example. As I said, knock on wood, one day at a time, I'm uh find some wood around here. I'm not going to tell you. I haven't had a drink in 28 plus years. Um, But it's the same thing with alcohol. When you're addicted to alcohol, it's raining. I better have a drink. It's sunny. I better have a drink. I had a terrible day at work. I have to have a drink. I had a great day at work. My boss loves me. I have to have a drink. Any excuse on the planet. So you're absolutely right. I wasn't addicted to water. I was addicted. I, 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 had. you know, there's no cure. So once a pickle, never again a cucumber. Uh, I am a recovering alcoholic, not recovered. All right. I want to play a clip that you have in uh, one of your many videos. And by the way, Deepa's going to have a show on Unchained TV so you can watch her uh, soon with a lot of very intricate tips and hacks. But let's play um, this, this suggestion that involves the word inflammation I'm very confused about inflammation. And I think most of our viewers and listeners are too.
2: So if you are looking for a quick quiz, some few tips to kickstart your healthy eating, then hang in here with me because that's exactly what I will be discussing today. What is one ingredient that you can start adding to your diet and what is one ingredient you can start removing from your diet to, uh, to reduce the inflammation, uh, improve your blood sugar numbers, reduce cholesterol and of course, you know, lose some weight uh, using these strategies. That's what we will be discussing today. So let's see how to kickstart healthy eating. Number one, one day at a time go slow first get rid of the most obvious most inflammatory foods from your diet such as red and processed meats dairy gradually transition to more plant-based diet again red meat processed meat dairy and added fat is going to be the most inflammatory foods in your diet what is inflammation? People have explained it to me a dozen times and I keep forgetting. Okay. So inflammation, think of inflammation as slow burn. Okay. Something uh, it, something has started the fire, the disease condition has started some sort of a fire on a cellular level. So it's 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 a, it's a slow burn that is happening in the background that is called as chronic inflammation. And Think of it this way, if there is anything burning, and then if you add a drop of fat, it doesn't matter if it's extra virgin olive oil, drop of, uh, drop of olive oil, or if it's organic ghee, or grass-fed butter, fat is a fat, it's a fat, and fat is bad for, for, uh, for fire. So, if you have inflammation, chronic inflammation, slash chronic low-grade fire going on, in your system, it doesn't make sense to continue to add the fat to the fuel, okay? Now, almost 100 plus diseases are inflammatory. Obesity, heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, irritable bowel syndrome, ulcerative colitis being at the top of the list, okay? But remember, these are not exactly diseases. Our disease is bad food. Eating poor quality food is our disease. All these things that I just mentioned are the symptoms. So going to the doctor, like Jane was saying, and getting a medication, or just, you know, switching from from frying pan into the fire with, oh, you know, instead of eating seven cookies, I'm just going to eat three cookies. These solutions are not going to work. They are not going to reduce that, that they are not, it's not going to shed that fire, which is your inflammation. So, basically, inflammation is a low grade fire, and, and adding salt, sugar, and fat to this fire is a bad idea.
1: Okay, and we've got another caller. We've got Michael in LA. Your question or thought for Deepa the Dietitian aka Nutritionist Deepa.
3: Yes, hi. Um, yeah, I actually went vegan uh, many years ago for the animals. But since then I've learned a lot about the uh, health benefits as you guys are discussing today. But my question is, um, I have a sweet tooth Hmm. and I was always wondering if if stevia, which is plant-based, is that actually better than regular sugar for you?
2: Okay, so let's take a step back and try to understand why do we even have cravings, okay? I'm glad, I'm super glad that you are a vegan. Okay, you have taken a major step. Kudos to you. But if you are not a starch eating, a carbohydrate eating vegan, like I was mentioning it in the beginning of this show, if you are not eating enough uh, whole grain carbohydrates, then your brain is not satiated. And remember what I said, your brain will always go for For sweet, when it is starved for energy, okay. So, my recommendation to you would be make sure you are eating those potatoes and sweet potatoes and rice and quinoa, beans, lentils at each meal or even in between meals, and then you are then you are you will notice that you are not you are satiated, you are full, and you will not have cravings. That's that's really
1: interesting because I also have a sweet tooth, and yeah, sometimes you think. Well, do I want to slice up a potato and put it in the air fryer and have chips, which yeah. you can do with, I know you say no oil. What I do, what my solution was to get a spray oil can and then just spray it. Just like you said, put salt on the top. Yeah. I spray a little uh, oil on the top to radically reduce the amount of oil. Hmm. Before I got hip to the whole oil thing, I was like, Oh, oil. And that's, thousands of calories you can have you know chocolate cake for the amount of oil people are just mindlessly pouring on their food so now i just use a spray i wish i could run there and get the spray can just i use the spray but what i want to get back to is the inflammation so i really Mm. like now i have a visual inflammation is like a Mm. low-grade fire that's Mm. building in your system and the fuel to the fire is sugar salt fat so i get that but What does inflammation do to the vessels in your body?
2: Okay. So what happens is, you know, slowly this fire is going to start affecting different layers of your arteries and veins. Okay. And that's how the uh, heart disease starts. Okay. The plaque formation, and I can show you, Right here, I have a model. This is how your arteries are supposed to look. Hold it up,
1: please. Hold it up. Yeah, there you go.
2: Uh, Without any uh, inflammation or anything. Okay, there is no injury. Now, when you have have eaten or a blood that is filled with inflammatory food, or components of inflammatory foods, slowly what starts to happen is the the lower layers of these arteries, they, they start to fall apart. And the thinnest layer, it's called the endothelium. This is the thinnest layer which, which lines the inside of the artery, it's, it's delicate. And that's where the injury is going to start. Okay, so your endothelium gets damaged by this inflammation. And when that starts to happen, the excessive cholesterol, excessive fat that you have is going to start getting stuck. Mm. And now you have a heart attack. Here you have symptoms, over here you have heart attack and stroke. Because there is no blood going through these these, uh, arteries here.
1: Now okay. you the two lower one, the two lower one. One has a yeah. little bit of space, and the other's totally
2: clogged. Correct. This is this is pretty much stroke and heart attack. Ruptured. So- this is a ruptured uh, uh, plaque. Your plaque, the uh, that was formed, is is ruptured now. Now it can travel to your lungs, and you can have pulmonary embolism, or it can travel to your brain, and you can have stroke ischemic stroke yeah wow. these kind of blood vessels can also break easily because remember the the the, the uh, blood vessel the inside layer has become very very delicate is, is very delicate and is now injured so it's going to it's going to uh, tear and slowly so, the, <laughs> the so slowly the whole artery and vein is going to get torn apart and that is uh, your uh, ischemic stroke.
1: Okay, so this is interesting because not being a doctor, I always thought, like you said, there's the vessels and then there's the plaque, which comes from cholesterol. And by the way, correct me if I'm wrong, I go up and down the supermarket aisle. I've never seen any vegan product with cholesterol. Hmm. No vegan product has cholesterol. It's zero cholesterol.
2: It really depends because you can make cholesterol like palm oil, you know, or coconut oil has saturated fat, it doesn't have cholesterol, but but it has enough saturated fat in it that it, it has capability to form that plaque.
1: Okay, so okay, that's an interesting distinction. Hmm. Uh, but uh the highest the highest oh, yeah. form of cholesterol cholesterol animal. in animal products.
2: That is so that is given. Explain,
1: yeah. explain the cholesterol in animal products.
2: So red meat eggs i mean egg egg yolk is all cholesterol right milk has plenty of cholesterol uh, all the animal pro- all the animal originated products are going to be high in cholesterol and and specifically cheese is a very um, what can i say like a dangerous one because you you are not only concentrating the protein and the fat in in cheese it is also coupled with salt so it's a perfect storm for heart disease and and uh, and heart attack, eventual heart attack and to raise your blood pressure and to gain weight because now we have concentrated amount of fat sitting on top of salt.
1: So um, let me just ask you for a little clarification. We only have a couple of minutes. Um, stroke, see, I always thought it was the arteries getting clogged, but what you're saying is the arteries get clogged and then they kind of break and pieces of the plaque are going through the bloodstream and
2: hitting your brain? There are two kinds of stroke. One is ischemic stroke and one is hemorrhagic stroke. Ischemic stroke is where, where there is not enough blood going through the arteries, taking blood to your uh, brain because they are clogged. Okay. And and hemorrhagic stroke is it, it breaks. And, and, and you how have hemorrhage. And explain
1: that one a little bit. There's like pieces of plaque flying around the bloodstream. So
2: many times what happens is, see, before your big arteries get clogged, the smaller arteries start to get get clogged first, right? So the arteries which take blood to our eyes and kidneys are called, these are called micro uh, vascular uh, organs or arteries. These are tiny. They are as as thin as, as this uh, tip of this pen. You know, they are very, very thin, 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 thin arteries. And uh, so they start to clog first. Because, just because they are tiny, they are small. By the way, erectile dysfunction, which affects almost 50% of males in United States, number one reason is clogged arteries. Okay? So... If for nothing else, if somebody decides to go vegan and whole food plant based on top, their sexual health is going to improve significantly. Uh, well, talk so. about burying the
1: lead. Exactly. Here we are at the last two minutes of the show. <laughs> we, we should have have a lead story here. Go at, well, you know what? I have to say we've got literally one minute I just want to hear your final thought because I've learned so much with this conversation. We have to have you back and talk more. I mean, we're in a crisis right now and, uh, we, we've got to do something about it. And there's solutions that you're offering that are tasty, that are tasty and everybody's loving this show. People are loving this information because again, you know, two thirds of Americans have a serious problem. And so, um, are you looking forward, last question, are you looking forward to having a show on Unchained TV?
2: Oh, I'm absolutely looking forward to have uh, come back here and talk about weight loss and secrets to weight loss and stra- easy strategies, tips and tools that I can share by working uh, uh, with hundreds and thousands of, of, uh, uh, of patients suffering with heart disease and diabetes and weight loss and I have been doing this for the last 18 to 20 years. So I'm super excited to bring my knowledge to, uh, to all of you so that we can, we can have a very fulfilling lives ahead of us. Um, yeah. And so the take-home message is, guys, focus on two things. I call them my F-words, fat and fiber. Increase the fiber, decrease the fat. And wow. The
1: What a great way to end the show. And we're so excited to have Deepa, who is going to do a whole series of weight loss shows for Unchained TV. Look for it on our streaming network and download Unchained TV today. Thank you so much, Deepa. I learned so much. We're going to have to have you back real soon. Everybody love this show. Have a great day, everybody. See you next time here on Voice America Radio Unchained TV.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Unchained TV. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.